This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Good evening, Australia. Hey, and my love, good evening. Happy Australia Day, Brett. Happy Aussie Day. Or as our friends from South Africa would say, Yago Australia. Yago Australia. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an Australian edition of Chatterbox tonight, isn't it, my it love? It is indeed. And I think the whole land has celebrated um, birth of a nation. Oh, chops on the barbie. It's... <laughs> <laughs> what I like to call people that wear flags as capes so you know exactly who to avoid for the day. <laughs> yes. And I, can I say that, that because of the Australian Opens on and so, many, so much is going on in the city, there were a few people with capes today. Yes, so much to feel proud of and yet so much to feel ashamed of at the same time. I know. <laughs> I tell you what, it's reignited the um, Republican debate. Yes, it has, except in WA where they don't want it. Same as Daylight Saving. <laughs> I'd like to say a big, big cheery hi to all our uh, West Australian We're listeners. massive over West, so <laughs> all the best <laughs> with your three-hour delay and your... <laughs> all of that. Now, my love, yes. what's Chatterbox about? Chatterbox is a talk show where we bring in a member of the community and they tell their story through song and chat and lots of giggles. And I'm super excited tonight. Yes, we've got a bit of joy. Shall I say joyalty? Well, it's... Can I say it's... Award-winning broadcaster, yes, and certainly one of the hardest-working members of the Joy Royal family, the Joyal family. Yes, we've got the gorgeous Dean Beck coming in tonight. Oh, who's I got know. not one, not two, but three fabulous shows oh, on this great station of ours. She, she's always at the broadcasting buffet. So to speak. <laughs> but my love, yes. as it is Australia Day, yes, I thought. Now I was going to play ONJ. And said no, enough. Yep. And then I thought... It's obvious for a middle-aged gay man. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, then I actually thought in excess, but Anna Murphy's not in the studio. Oh, right? no, she's not. So instead, <laughs> um, here's a nice little boy that um, he's been on Joy a few times. It is the fabulous Sam Sparrow with... Happiness. Happiness. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Sit tight, sit tight, it'll be alright. Oh, 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 
Hi, this is Sam Sparrow, and you're listening to Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. My love. Yes. Now, we've got a very special guest tonight we on do. Chatterbox. As I said just before, that was the lovely Sam Sparrow played us in. We have got one of the hardest membing, <laughs> hardest working members I was of say, the... Please don't say the hardest member. I love a hard member. <laughs> no, I do. She'll have an opinion on that. You can see where my mind went straight away. I love a hard member. Now, can I say, we used to be neighbours on a Wednesday night. Yes. We would be on one of Dean's three shows. Yes. Um, and then but... we got ditched. <laughs> Then we had a very long break, a well-deserved break. (laughs) But look, welcome to Chatterbox. Former neighbour, hard-working broadcaster, extraordinaire, Dean Beck. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And happy Australia Day to all of you. Uh, Now, Dean, three shows, how do you balance that? A joy. You just power on three, you just do it. Um, There's never... a time to stop and get bored uh, which is a good thing because if I'm bored I'm very dangerous oh you're yes. not a yeah. are you not a good person when they're bored oh well I it's not just myself I get into trouble everyone gets into trouble <laughs> when I'm bored so it's best I'm busy and uh, I love it you know I, I, I think that the, the stuff I do is uh, important I take it very seriously uh, but I love doing it. So your shows are quite diverse. You've got three yeah. different shows on. So for if anybody, for some reason, hasn't heard of any of your shows, because I quite often, obviously, will hear Hide and Seek because, you know, you used to play us in, and I always listen to On The Line because I'm, driving, the one. I'm right. driving back from a business meeting every t- at the oh, same right. time every week, okay. and I always hear it. But let's tell, just tell the audience what your shows are and, and what they're about. Well, Hide and Seek is where I started on Joy uh, over six years ago, and I put together a proposal to start a sex show and I thought it was really weird that you know we'd been going for at the time I think it was 16 years as a station yeah. and there wasn't a show about sex and sexuality yep. which was kind of the defining thing about who we were as mm. a station absolutely um, and Joy had gone through a period where they were very risk averse and um, I wanted to get them out of that yeah yeah uh, and so I you know put in an application for an exemption on language yep. uh, from the policies that the, the station has. And, yes. Uh, they accepted that straight up. I think yeah, the yeah. fact that I had two sponsors ready to go on the show that had never been heard yep. might have helped that me helped. Get, <laughs> get the show across the road. But, but, but also, I mean, community <laughs> broadcasting standards, are, yes, they're very clear, but there's also room to work within those standards Well, as well. You, you only have to listen to some of the other crap that the community stations put on air. And uh, <laughs> you'll know that uh, they're very free with language, Absolutely. whether it's contextual or not. Absolutely. Um, You're so, right. So I thought, you know, we could we can smarten up a bit there. But I also wanted to get uh, the community talking again about sex and sexuality, yep. which yep. for me, we'd gone through this period of, of sort of silence and, and particularly about HIV. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really proud of the fact that not just on my shows but now right throughout the station people feel more comfortable to talk about sex and sexuality yep. more yep. openly and and in a way that is more adult than before yeah 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 absolutely what one thing that i've always admired about you dean is i really like your interview style and i like how you broadcast as well because i find it quite easy to listen to but i find you you go into enough detail because i think we've all heard interviews on the radio where you just it's got nothing to do with the guest it's the interviewer just 
just has no respect for the guests or are asking the wrong questions. And I really like how you deliver it because it's in a very clear and concise manner. Um, and I really enjoy listening to On The Line and Word For Word exactly for that. Well, Word For Word, I inherited uh, following the unfortunate death of Adam Stobbs, who was a tremendous mentor to me. Uh, and On The Line happened uh, because Dean Murphy was program manager at the time. Yes. And he wanted another... Doug Pollard was on and he wanted another um, current affairs show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, you know, even when the mic went on day one of On The Line and I decided that the first show was going to be a two-hour uh, show about the floods in Queensland at the time. Right. Yeah, and I had no idea how I was going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I realised that I could, you know, during uh, a break, make a phone call and and uh, make another phone call and, and it just sort of snowballed from there. And it was the second show that I realised... If I'm really clever, I can pre-record that every second bit, and so I can sort of swap between them, yeah, and no yeah, one will yeah, know the yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just is give, that giving away I my would, secrets. No, I would never have known. And well, well hopefully you don't. I mean, it, it's usually pre-recorded that morning. Yeah. Um, or sometimes the the day before, if if need be, if a guest can't come on. Because one of the things that I love is is. To best point, your interview style, you're always very, very gracious with, with the guests that you Absolutely. have on that show. But Well, I don't think they no, all agree with you. But can I say, <laughs> you don't cut them any slack either. Yeah. So if you've, got a, if you've got a point of view or you think what they're saying is incorrect, you will force... Oh, if it's bullshit, I'll call it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I really enjoy about it because there's often so much grey, um, y- y- you do call it, but in a very gracious way. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest star, Dean Beck, only on Joy 94.9. A little less straight than other radio stations. Joy 94.9. <laughs> You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very, very special guest, the lovely Dean Beck on Joy 94.9. Now, Dean, the first part of our show, obviously we ask our lovely guests to come in and and choose um, music and tell their life through song and chat. Yeah. Now, was it hard to choose the first four songs? Yes, it was. Uh, But then, you know, when I got the four that I chose, I thought, you know, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do for that lot. Now, I mean, I could make up any sort of crap that goes along with them, and you wouldn't know anyway. So that'll do. So it's the backbone of this show. <laughs> so early life. Let's go back in time to mm-hmm. Little Dean. You said something earlier. You said you're as Aussie as a thong, which I thought was gorgeous for Australia Day. I, I, I think I'm sixth or seventh generation. Australian. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, and my grandfather and great grandfather owned pubs in in and around the Bendigo area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was born and raised in Bendigo. Moved to Melbourne at twenty. Oh no, at uh, seventeen yep. to study at uni. Yeah. Um, but early life was kind of it's weird. Looking back at it, I don't um, have anything sort of horrible to to say except I was constantly bullied from day one at prep really? to my last wow. day at high school from i was called a poor f- day one at, at prep yep and every single day thereafter i was uh bullied bashed um i was the fag the whatever yeah and that didn't finish till i the last day of high school wow and, and it's um so you'd think i'd be a little bit more sort of you know think my school days were horrible but i enjoyed my my time 
at school. Um, yeah. And my mother encouraged my creative side. My yep. father didn't see it. Um, but he's got about as much creativity as my big toe. So um, I just kind of eventually started to go down that path and realise myself that what I could do creatively was actually uh, was better than the others. Yeah. 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 So how did you get through that? Did you have a core group of friends that got you through it? I went through periods of bullying, being bullied, but not out on ongoing but i had a really solid group of friends that sort of got me through it yeah i had a, only a couple of male friends um that were quite solid uh lots of girlfriends yeah. that uh, were always terrific yeah um and yeah look i always stood out a bit i mean there yeah, weren't yeah, many yeah. kids with huge shoulder pads in their uh, high school shops <laughs> uh and bleached blonde hair a, a blonde flat top <laughs> I think you and I, I might have gone to the same stylist. <laughs> I can't imagine you with blonde hair, Dave. I, I, had, I had almost white blonde hair till I was about 17 and then it started to go dark. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But um, Linda Evans is your style icon. <laughs> I didn't have those koala ears. Uh, I, I went more the flat top sort of, you know. Yeah, yeah, ice, yeah. Ice baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway... <laughs> So, have you from a big family or a- no? No, no. I'm the eldest of three. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, my brother's two years younger than me, and my sister's six years younger than me, and she's adopted from Thailand, and um, she was she was a superstar in uh, gymnastics. Oh wow. Yeah, wow! My brother's done a PhD in organic chemistry. Wow! And I'm no one. <laughs> You're the hardest working man in joy. <laughs> <laughs> But that must be incredible, like to have siblings who have achieved so much. Was there was there a lot of focus on study in the household? Because you also went on to university, so it's not like you were well, yeah, but to study fashion design. Yeah, um. well, it's, it's still <laughs> people people do because I've got a background actually in interior design, right. and people think it's all sort of color and movement, but it's actually not. There's a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of history, and there's a lot of examinations that goes along with it. And that. I really enjoyed. Th- Things like, uh, you know, the business management subjects and accounting and that sort of stuff. Not because I was good at them, but I liked the business side of it. I liked the entrepreneurial side of it. And I guess, uh, you know, starting a show with two sponsors before I'd opened, it was part of that. Absolutely. So it's thinking beyond what just, you know, um, my uh, sewing ability is capable of. Um, And my creativity is um, channeled into... The work I do here at Joy, with things like hide and seek's introduction being yep. produced by me and word for words yep. intro, um, and I do a lot of uh, CSAs and, and, and think community service announcements and things yes. like that here on Joy. So um, I, I still use my creative flair, but it's now manipulating audio, not um, not fabric. Do you still sew now? Audio? It, it, is it? Was it something that was very much? <laughs> I don't uh, sew so much, but if you seen me at midsummer you would have oh well, you've probably seen me around with anything that i've got that's a promotional t-shirt i bling yeah right because frankly there's not enough sparkle in our uh, shiny community and um, agree more and you know even like my uh, i'm an ambassador for the enough campaign i mean yes. aids needs more bling oh, seriously agreed. it needs a total makeover yeah. and so i'll throw a diamante at just about anything <laughs> And uh, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. It's therapy for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Like the other night, I was hosting a um, uh, Q and A with Jason Twaz and McShane from the Equality Party. Yeah. And uh, being a purple party, I thought, oh, you know, what am I going to wear? Anyway, I made this 
lapel flower thing out of purple ribbon that you know just yeah. blew everyone away. Yeah. Oh. And now, because I, I YouTubed it, and yes. I thought I could do that. Um, now I've got this thing. I just want to make lapel flowers um, out of ribbon, like constantly. <laughs> I, and I, I can't wait to get out of here to go and buy some more ribbon. Uh, <laughs> do you go a bit sir crazy though if you don't have a creative outlet? Oh, I have got uh, two ward sort of uh, wall units that are full of. Bits and pieces and glue guns and yeah. and, and stuff yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and earrings and things because I also make um, my own cufflinks and oh, wow. sell them and wow. they're all one offs. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So um, I it's just my therapy. It's yeah. what I what yeah, I do yeah. to get away from everything and just make stuff. Mm. You know. Now your first song that you've chosen is a classic song by the Eurythmics. There must be an angel, Dean. Who is that angel? Are we missing something here or just a, a fabulous the song? The reason I picked this song was my, my first concert uh, where in Bendigo you'd have to book through the local travel agents to go to, the, to a <laughs> concert in Melbourne. <laughs> and they would bus you up to, to the tennis centre. And the first one I saw was the Eurythmics. I was 14 years old. And why betide? I had front row seat. Centre wow. front. Wow. Centre front. How Quite fantastic. the travel agent. <laughs> it was mental. So there they were, right there. And I fell madly in love with the black backup singer. She was gorgeous. I think yeah. I, I threw her a, a ring, onto my ring onto the stage that I was wearing. It <laughs> Clearly delusional. Um, but yes, this, <laughs> this song, uh, it's by the Eurythmics. It's my favourite Eurythmics song. And here it is now. There Must Be an Angel by the gorgeous Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest, Dean Beck, on Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the gorgeous Dean Beck on Joy 94.9. Oh, that was the Eurythmics. It was. Life. That was Dean's first track of the night, which was Annie and Dave. Yes. Dean, there must be an angel. Yes. And this is the time of the show where we talk to our guest um, about their coming out story. Well, clearly everyone had worked out that I was gay before I had. <laughs> uh, Big table for three there, Dean. <laughs> From the age of four. So um, they were clearly uh, well advanced. Beyond me, and whilst I'd certainly had um, experiences many throughout my uh, early years, yeah, it wasn't until I moved to Melbourne, uh, study was underway, and I'd been at uni a couple of years, and I met this uh, son of a butcher in Port Melbourne, Greek boy, 
and fell madly in love with him. And that's when I connected to me being gay. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. That's when it. Oh well, that's that's what I am. Yeah. So um, eventually, I came around to telling my mother, and uh, she was in Melbourne for something and staying at my grandmother's. And I sat down and said, I've got something to tell you. And about four and a half hours later, and she was falling asleep. Um, <laughs> and we talked about just about anything and everything oh, other than bless. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally came out with it. And she said, oh, that's all right. Love you. you know, we all go through phases. Um, I said, Mum, I've been on both sides of the fence and I know which side I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. fact that I'd had sex shocked her more than the fact that I was gay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway... She's been dealing with that ever since, but she, yeah. she's fine. Um, my father, coming out to him was another story. Uh, he, I was in a furious mood with him and I rang, it, rang him up and blasted him. In, during that uh, exchange, I said, I'm, I'm gay, so there. Uh, so there was no, no revelation there. And um, How is he now, though? Is he, oh, he's fine. Yeah. He's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. And, in fact... I think he even took it better than my mother mm. at the time. Wow. In a weird, weird sort of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably, well, uh, well, you know, he said that all lines up and no changes. Um, but, yeah, my mother just seemed to sort of, I don't know, just be a little bit odd about it. But he, he seemed, you know, so what? Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, once I'd come out of the closet, I then started at work at Three Faces shortly after that, yeah. okay. behind the bar. So it was, hello, world, I'm here. <laughs> Bring it on. And can I say, because sort of roughly what time period are you talking about? Uh, 1991, two, three. Yeah, what yep. an amazing time yeah. to be working at Three Faces. Oh. Well, anywhere near Commercial Road, really. Oh, absolutely. It was extraordinary. And I'll never forget, you know, the, the staff in those early days of Three Faces were the most amazing bunch. We could serve... Four or five people yep. at a time, mm. and know what our colleagues were yep. getting. And if we were at the fridge getting water for our three customers, we'd, yep. we'd get it for them as well and pitch it to them. And so it was just this wow. beautiful symmetry and hum. But it had to be because the bar was five, six, ten Absolutely. deep, yeah, yeah. And, and it was a big bar. It was a big That's bar. Right, it was too, and yeah. there were the, the the whole place just worked. I've yeah. got no idea how much went through those tills, but it was a lot of money. Yeah, uh, because it was the only place to go. Well, you like, think and the place to go. There were yeah. shows every night. Yeah. There were and there were big, fabulous production shows as well. Back then, we would go out three or four nights a week to every single show we'd know all the bloody words and do all the actions <laughs> and uh but you, you you'd go out thursday friday saturday sunday night yeah i lived in affleck street which is just up commercial road with that big ugly where they've just done the block now oh yes, yes. and i lived with somebody that you know david evans who's now in london he's coming back soon yes he is oh yes now he would quite often we'd all go off to our rooms and he would quite often knock my bedroom door at 11 o'clock and be like oh love should we go out and be like <laughs> All right, could jump up, brush your teeth, yeah, do your yeah, hair, yeah. run down the streets. You do the exchange, you do three faces, and you'd be back home by two o'clock. <laughs> oh, all in a big night out, isn't it? <laughs> hey, you're listening to Chatterbox Night with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Dean, only on Joy 94.9. Australia's most amazing gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. 
You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the lovely Dean Beck on Joy 94.9. Now, my love, it's the halfway mark, it isn't it? It is. It's flown because our guest is just delightful tonight. Straight oh. is nearly over. <laughs> Now, my love, yes. what's our show about? Look, if you've just tuned in, if you're halfway through, if you've, I don't know, on your way back from the tennis. Or Where have you been? <laughs> just been cleaning up the barbie. Um, we are a talk show where we bring in a member of the GLBTI community and they get to choose four songs that best tell their story and we have a bit of a laugh and a bit of a chat. Um, we've had Dean's first two songs and... Absolutely. We're just about to go on our first song we've had, not first two songs, mm. we're just about to go on to your second song. And I'm so glad you've chosen this classic Australian rock song, really, because it's Australia Day. Well, it's it's an interesting song for me because, yes, you know, years before it was number one and all of that yeah, yeah, but yeah. I had no connection to it then yeah. when I met the uh, son of the Greek butcher yes um, when the two of us were getting to know each other he had a, a gay couple of friends who were quite a bit older than us yeah, yeah, yeah. and they sort of took us under their wing and so we had their spare room when we needed it because yes. he was still at home yeah. and I was, oh, I was yeah uh, so there was all that but they put together sort of a mixtape of, um, I guess, all of the songs that you as a gay man should know and love. Oh, wow. Oh, right? Wow, love it. And it was amazing. So I Am What I Am was on there and all yeah, of that, yeah. Weather Girls and all that. Yeah. And in there was this. And I heard it totally differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that perspective. perspective. Yeah, yeah. And then it, that, then it connected to me. Yeah. And it is, um, Dean, would you like to introduce this song? It's Come Said the Boy by Mondo Rock. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and the gorgeous Dean Beck on Joy 94.9. It was a Listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andy and our very special guest Dean, only on Joy ninety four point nine. Now that was 
Mondo Rock, a classic. I love that song. Come said the boy, and I agree with you, Dean. It has a complete. When you come out, it has a complete oh, different meaning does to it. it. Ever. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> hit me right between the eyes. <laughs> Still does <laughs> on a good day. Now, Dean, you've been involved with Joy for how long? Uh, six and a bit years. And you currently in this do. incarnation. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, funnily enough. In when I was doing Boys Night Out at Three Faces in the early days, I was an advertiser on Joy, oh, wow. um, a sponsor, ah. and and I would come in with my what I thought were hilariously uh, quirky <laughs> promos <laughs> and voice them myself. Yeah. Uh, the people at the time put up with me at least. I was paying. I mean, of course they put up with me. Uh, but uh, yeah, so my, my my initial connection to Joy goes right back to the very, yeah, very early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my membership number was a gift from a couple of lovely lesbians. Hello, Penny and Liz, who oh, nice. um, from my time as president of Pride Much, they gave me a birthday gift, which was a Joy membership. So, oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and nice. what's what's is there one standout moment because you've worked on a, you work on three different shows now but you've obviously over your time with Joy worked in a lot of different functions within the studio is there one or a few moments that really sort of stand out to you that you think yeah I feel that you know that was great there are many um, the first outside broadcast I ever did was only a few weeks after I started yeah wow um, and um, that was amazing uh, the Nude night at circuit full of, with porn stars and a couple of hundred uh, naked men in front of us. A live broadcast again wow. was amazing. Um, Did you have your pants on or off for that broadcast? Uh, we were fully clothed, uh, but the audience was not. Um, and uh, things like uh, World Aid Day worldwide would have to be yep. up there. Yep. Um, the uh, AIDS 2014 conference. Yeah. But probably the biggest thing uh, for me would be broadcasting Mardi Gras last year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it was networked right around Australia yeah. through SBS and the yep. Community Radio Network and it went to London on um, Gadio. And so that was probably a career highlight. Yeah, say. yeah. So you said you've been involved with the studio for quite a long time. What, what What's probably the biggest change you've seen from when you first were involved in it to, to now? The cultural change, not only around sex and sexuality yep. um, and, and language in that space, which I think, you know, AIDS 2014 was a big part of getting um, presenters on board with language insofar as that. But I think the uh, um, opening up of the gay and lesbian radio station to include a much broader community yep. uh, has been a welcome addition and uh, I love the fact that it's as diverse as it is. I know that we can always do much better on some of those fronts and uh, but I think we've come a long way in a fairly short space of time and Joy has led that transformation in the community as well. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox Tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Dean, only on Joy 94.9. Connecting, representing, celebrating. Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the lovely Dean Beck on Joy 94.9. Now, Dean, Mm. this is your third song tonight and it is the fabulous Robbie Williams with Let Me Entertain You. Why this track? Well, it is the first 
song I ever played on Joy. Oh, uh, really? It was episode one of Hide and Seek. Fiona Patton was my first guest. Of the sex party? Australian yes, sex yes, party? Yep. yep. And uh, I thought, what better song to kick it off <laughs> with Let Me Entertain You. <laughs> I would have expected more of the Let Me Entertain You from um, Gypsy Rose Lee, myself. <laughs> oh, you're an old Broadway queen through and through, Brett. <laughs> Well, you know, sort of, you know, because it's about sexuality and about stripping, which is quite titillating and well, all of that. Uh, I think Robbie Williams is extraordinarily sexy. So, um, particularly in a studded but... leather G string. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a bizarre film clip because it, yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah. it was that kiss glam rock, dark sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and incredibly sexy and inc- incredibly weird at the same time. I loved it. Okay, and here he is now. <laughs> Robbie Williams would let me entertain you. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're listening to Chatterbox tonight on Joy 94.9. Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our lovely guest Dean Beck. How Mike good is that John. song? It's so good. Oh. Sir Robert Williams. <laughs> oh. Now, my love, yes. this is your favourite time of the night. I'm petrified. Where we listen to Out of the Box. And this is where Andrew asks our lovely guest Dean um, some embarrassing questions about themselves. Yeah. Prepare to be probed. <laughs> right, <yeah>. Again. <laughs> Bring it on. Dean Beck. <laughs> yes. What's... That most embarrassing movie or TV show that you've got, you know, you know, it's a guilty pleasure. It, just, it scores no stars on anything, but you love it anyway. I love Scandal. Oh, is that um, with what's her name, Kerry Washington? Yeah, I that's love supposed that. to be quite good, though, isn't it? I really like that. Yeah, but there's a sh- a, a show called Unreal, which was on Netflix, one of those, mm-hmm. which I binge watched, and it is about The Bachelor. Right, it's a fictitious version of The Bachelor, yeah. but it's about the production crew. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Love and how it. they manipulate the the characters, yeah. you know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Bachelor and all the girls. Yeah. How they manipulate the storyline through their uh, horrendous um, uh, manipulation of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's extraordinary. It's actually written by an ex-producer of the US version of The Bachelor. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So it gives. I, I mean, of course they. You know, ha- ham it up a bit, but it's 
really dark in spots, and uh, it's it's amazing. If you get your hands on it, oh, see yeah. it. Give it's it a really go. Yeah, brilliant. I love that sort of thing. We had, okay. a, we had a friend that works for, not going to say, but one of the major, major talent shows mm-hmm. out there. And he said those and things like my chick kitchen rules are literally more scripted than um, neighbours. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It's, and and so they would you know implant stories or um, you know say perhaps if you took this you know yep. way then then um, he would like you much more yep. and that sort of stuff. Oh. But it, it's so much darker than that. You've you've got to see it. Unreal. Okay. Check it out. Next one is if somebody was to skim through your iPod CD collection, vinyl collection. What would that be, that one song in there that you love, but it's just terrible, <laughs> it's awful? Well, I don't know why people think it's terrible, and that's probably <laughs> half the problem. Um, <laughs> the whole Whispering Jack album. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could listen to that endlessly. Look, still I, think to this it, day. I think it was either 1987 or 1988. It was 88. It was 88, and you could not go to... Anywhere in Australia without that certainly album couldn't go to Maya. No, <laughs> I just landed in the country and I was like, "Oh, I really like this song. I really like that yeah. song." And then it was like, after about four months, give it a bone, well, fans. Like give it a bone. <laughs> the other it came a bit after that, but the other one is uh, Jesus Christ Superstar with John Farnham and Kate Sobrano. Yeah, oh, I, I remember seeing that. That was '93 in the round, and they did. It was like yeah. a, it was like a rock. Opera slash concert. Arena show. Yeah, arena show. Yeah. The you. day I went to see yeah. it, the cross didn't come up. So Oopsie. I think oh. I pushed it up and he jumped up. And all that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Pivotal. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Just moving on. There weren't many props either, but the one they had didn't work. But anyway. <laughs> and lastly, and... You were knocking around around the same time as I were when it came to nightclubs and going out. So I'm sure you've got some crackers, but what's the most awful thing you've ever worn? (laughs) All right, I'm going to try and describe it to you with difficulty. I was working for JAG at the time, so we had a clothing allowance, which was very um, nice. Yes. And uh, out of the women's range, uh, there was this houndstooth blue and white vest and matching jeans. I thought the best thing to do to make it uh, a bit groovy for Mardi Gras yep. was to cut uh, around the knee out, say about uh, 20 centimetres out of the middle yep. of the leg. Right. And then join the uh, the bottom part of the leg to the short, <laughs> the now short, right. with... Um, kind of stretchy clip things, a little bit like braces. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. The, the right. little short ones with the two clips on yes, either end. Right. with yep. those. So you right. have like a, peek, a peekaboo leg. A peekaboo leg. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the bottom of the jean held up by with Whoop. these little stretchy yep. clip things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and then... <laughs> There's more. Out of beads. Because <laughs> oh, oh, it was blue geez. and white. Out of, okay, yeah, I got, yeah. I um, got these blue and white glass beads and uh, made a neck thing. And I think that was it. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Do we have a photo of this Dean back? I think there is one kicking around somewhere. Because <laughs> I, I, uh, I wore it behind the bar at Three Faces once too. Oh, right. Yeah. You wanted to get at least two wears out of it. Totally, <laughs> totally, totally. I wore it Mardi Gras first. The second time to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looked fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Dean, only on Joy 94.9. Made in Melbourne for Australia and the world. Joy 94.9.
You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and the gorgeous Dean Beck on Joy 94.9. Dean, I'd like to say thank you so much for being My a fabulous pleasure. guest tonight. Look, I had asked so many times, why the hell haven't I been asked to be on this show yet? <laughs> um, and it's just such a pleasure to she be here. She cornered me. <laughs> we were at Globe and she cornered me. But it was an absolute delight. It was an absolute delight. Dean, um, the last song you've chosen tonight is something that you've created yourself. Yes, now that sounds awfully uh, self-indulgent, and it is. But I'd been uh, asked to sort of work on putting together a new current affairs show here on Joy, which I can't say much about. But uh, what it meant was, uh, because I like playing with the audio, is sort of getting my head around news themes. So I went to YouTube, and then I went news themes remix, and I got all these fabulous remixes of... News themes. Yeah, yeah. So I then mashed them all together myself. It's a mashup, in it. It's a mashup. <laughs> it's a mashup of uh, a whole oh. different array of news themes. Oh wow! See if you can check them out I've and work out which ones they are. Fantastic. And uh, my love. Yes. Any final words? No, tonight? just look. Thank you, Dean. You've been an absolutely delightful guest. My pleasure. And see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, Australia, and happy oh. Australia Day. <laughs>
this BBC World News. I'm Jonathan Charles, kept hidden for almost two decades and forced to bear children. Australia's most amazing gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. Hello, this is Julia Zamiro. Hi, this is James Rain. Hi, this is Cameron Datto. Hi, this is Beck Runger. Hey, this is the Pop Bellies. Hi, this is Roger Sanchez. Hi, this is Tina Cousins. Hey, what's up? This is Jack from Fun. Hi, this is Casey Donovan. Hi, uh, hi hello there. Hi, uh, this is Frank Woodley, and you're listening to Joy uh, 94.9, which is uh, preferable than Sadness FM. Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast. Brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.